0: The best thing you will hear today, guaranteed It's another episode of (laughs) Sequel Pitch It's the podcast where four or sometimes three film fanatic friends watch and review a movie Before pitching ideas for a sequel that will be judged by me Hello, I'm Andy Henry, (laughs) your host supreme for this episode (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is just around the corner And ever since it's been teased, I've been too excited to sleep (laughs) <laughs> I guess for the meantime, I will have to make do with the sequel ideas from this week's resident seat fillers, The Lord of the Dark Dimension, Ross Harmston. Dormammu, I came to bargain. <laughs> and the man who, unlike Beyoncé and Adele, needs two names to be introduced, it's true, Toynbee. I do, and it feels so good. <laughs> Just the three of us this week, Matt is still choosing his babies over us, but soon he will wise up.
1: <laughs> he made uh, Drew My Spears whiskey out of his mouth. Oh man, that may have ruined my keyboard. Really?
2: <laughs> 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 oh, we love That's you, Matt. Right. It'll come,
0: it'll come around soon.
1: Yeah. He'll never listen to um, this, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, true. <laughs> that's true. He always has the
0: worst pictures anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in case anyone hasn't seen the first Doctor Strange or it's been a while since you've watched it, let me rewind time for you by bringing you a synopsis of the movie. We start in Kathmandu and see the sorcer- sorcerer Caecilius, played by Mads Mikkelsen and his goons, enter the secret compound, Commitage, uh, and kill the magic librarian in charge. The whole thing rhymes, it's great. <laughs> They then steal a, magic, uh, they steal a few magic pages from an ancient textbook uh, or mystical textbook. Uh, before they can escape, they fight the Ancient One played by Tilda Swinton, uh, a powerful sorcerer who has taught every student at Cometage, including Caecilius, in the mystical arts. We get a cool fight scene, uh, but Caecilius and his goons eventually escape. Uh, in New York, Dr. Stephen Strange, the new Tony Stark. But instead of being a wealthy, <laughs> arrogant inventor, Strange is a wary, uh, wealthy, arrogant neurosurgeon and he's driving to a banquet honouring him. Uh, but he gets distracted by his phone and completely wipes out, destroying his car. He wakes up to learn he's severely And his hands. <laughs> and his hands. Well, I was, I was getting to that. He wakes up to learn. He severely injured his hands and he'd never be able to operate again. Uh, his ex-girlfriend Dr. Christine Palmer, played by Rachel McAdams, tries to help him move on, but Strange pursues experimental uh, surgeries and attempts to heal his hands. One day in rehab, Strange talks to an orderly who reveals he once helped a paralysed man who he later saw walking. Strange says uh, Strange finds the man named Jonathan who says he gained the use of his legs Will help and sends Strange to Taj, where he meets the sorcerer Mordo, played by Chiwetel Ejiofor, and the ancient one. Uh, first, Strange believes the Ancient One runs occults, but then she opens his eye uh, and sends him on a bad acid trip, revealing the astral plane and other dimensions such as the Mirror Dimension. Strange starts studying mystical arts, but when he tries to check out books from the library, he's stopped by Master Wong, played by Benedict Wong, who says he's the keeper of the Ancient books, and Strange isn't ready and he will never get these books. But then, two scenes later, we, strange, we see Strange literally take the books from behind Wong's back to increase his knowledge and power. Completely dicking on Wong, in my opinion. In my opinion. But, um, Strange learns that the Sorcerer's task is to guard the three Sanctums that provide a shield that protects Earth from uh, threats. Strange learns to bend time with the help of the Time Stone and Caecilius uses the Stolen Pages to contact Dormammu Marmor of the Dark Dimension. Caecilius destroys the London Sanctum and his goons attack the New York Sanctum, but Strange holds them off with the help of the Cloak of Levitation. The Ancient One battles and gets wounded by Kaecilius in the Mirror Dimension in New York and Strange uses his sling ring to take the Ancient One to uh, Christine in the hospital where doctors try to save her life. While this is happening, Strange and the Ancient One talk in the Astral Plane where she tells Strange she had to bend the rules to survive and warns him he will have to do the same in order to stop Kaecilius. She then dies, just vanishes. And Strange and Mordo go to Hong Kong where they find Wong dead, see he gets dicked on, and the Dark dark, uh, dark Dimension engulf in Earth. Uh, Strange uses the time stone to reverse time Which saves Wong uh, He has a small fight with Kaecilius and his goons And then he flies into the dark dimension And tries to bargain with Dormorm- Dormorm- Dormammu Dormammu It's so After a while so, <laughs> Dormammu uh, Strange comes back and reveals he's created a time... Oh no, sorry, I missed it. Strange uses a time stone to reverse time, which saves Wong. Uh, he has a small fight with Kaecilius and his goons, and then he flies into the Dark Dimension and tries to bargain with Dorm- Dormammu. <laughs> but he dies. Strange comes back and reveals he's created a time, loot, time loop, and Dormammu is his prisoner. Uh, Dormammu-, Dormammu repeatedly kills Strange, but Strange keeps coming back until finally Dormammu gives it... Uh, he's so pissed off, he gives in and agrees to leave with Kaecilius and never return. After a while, Dormammu just... It, it sounds like nonsense coming out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, we think it's a happy ending until Mordo says that they only, won, they only won by breaking the rule of nature and he can no longer go along with it. And he turns his back and leaves. Until the post credit scene where Mordo confronts Jonathan, the paralyzed man from earlier who can walk, and steals the mystical energy he was using to walk, leaving him paralyzed again, telling him that Earth has too many sorcerers. Another origin story. How hmm. are we feeling... About that, let's start with Drew.
2: I really like this film. I Mm. really, really do. Yeah, it's um like Benedict Cumberbatch does a really good job. Even his accent is feels a little (laughs) bit weird occasionally. Yeah, but he really pulls it off. Like the swagger and the descent into like utter despair when he can't fix his hands. He sells it so well he sells the comedy fantastically the scene where he calls wong beyonce <laughs> yeah and and then you see wong listening to beyonce in the library when he's mm. stealing the books through the portals is is great <laughs> and it it one thing compared to many other Marvel movies is it tries to have its cake and eat it where the Hong Kong Sanctum gets destroyed and you have the big destruction, but then it gets reversed in time. But I love that he wins by being clever. And they still have mm. him being clever in a huge CD, CD CG <laughs> Dark Dimension acid yeah. trip place. But it it works and he's just clever and he learns that he he learns that it's not about him and that he's not the center of the universe and wins the day and it's a it's a fabulous dynamic for the character that he is still hyper competent and hyper confident and like says he has a uh, photographic memory, and that he's fluent in Google Translate, and that <laughs> teaches him to read Sanskrit well enough to become yeah. <laughs> just in immensely powerful. It's yeah, I I I really like it. I love I like the it. visuals, yeah. the like the the crazy psychedelic visuals and the sort of fractals and the bizarre Escher painting nature of New York in the mirror dimension when it's mm-hmm. all being folded and. And the Ancient One's speech where she's slowed down time to watch a lightning strike before she dies. It's Yeah, that, it's, was,
0: pretty, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. It's
2: lovely. It's lovely. Mm. The comedy of when Christine is trying to save his life and he appears mm. from the astral dimension and freaks <laughs> her out. Um, yeah. Rachel McAdams, perhaps underused, but making the absolute most of everything every moment of screen time that she gets. Oh, yeah, definitely, um, definitely. Benedict Wong, always great in everything that he does. I'm just desperate to see him in a role where he gets to use his actual real mancunian accent instead of being chinese <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with being chinese but i can't wait for that him to accent be in a... coming out yeah. well yeah i just can't wait for him to be in a mainstream movie and for him to use his natural accent and for people to be like what the fuck <laughs> who is this guy um but yeah i i Sounds really like, like, like it, it.
0: Yeah. russ
1: the first time i watched this movie i didn't enjoy it I thought it was a pretty subpar forgettable Marvel movie when it came out. Rewatching it again, it's definitely better than what I thought it was. Um back in the day, I think Drew's right. I'm not a massive fan of Benedict Cumberbatch usually, but he actually he actually portrays Stephen Strange actually really well, I think. And uh you're right. His like comedy timing and stuff is really good. The biggest thing for me is the bad guy. And I think a movie is only as good as, like, a superhero movie is only as good as its villain. And yeah. Mads Mikkelsen is just really underused in this, I think. I feel. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, he, uh, his, he I was going to say, like, Dormanu, there's no massive. Uh, Drew mentioned it, kind of. He wins with his his intelligence, which is good. But there's no that you know Marvel Act Three massive fight scene at the end. We get a little bit with Caecilius, yeah. Or like Dormammu as well. Did you did you kind of like that reverse time? Uh, yeah, I yeah, was... I thought it
1: was really cool, and I thought it was really uh, subverting mm. what marvel did before and have Mm. have that as the end rather than a big fucking massive fight i thought that was cool going back and watching it now obviously now i'm like oh yeah that's a cool way of like being a bit different from all the other marvel movies where it's like Mm.
2: massive set piece blah 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 um, in the sky, it wasn't in the sky. Yeah, it might have been in space. Yeah, but it wasn't no things beams, falling so yeah. from the sky. Yeah. which is a nice change. And it
1: wasn't a massive blue light. Although there was a blue light, he got he got obliterated <laughs> by a couple of blue lights. <laughs> um, got
0: obliterated by, by a few things. Yeah, was uh, that was a great bit though, like him dying over and over again.
1: Yeah, weird. Very, um... I mean, that is in itself. I'm like, does he remember? Like, does he remember yeah, uh, every uh, time that he dies?
2: I yeah. think well, he, so. he remembers yeah, he because he's ring. in control <laughs> so, of it. Because yeah. that would
1: fuck you up for the rest of your life. You'd be yeah. like, I and like. Mm.
2: I remember reading something that they said that that goes on for like thousands
0: of deaths. It's not yeah. the. Twenty that we see on screen. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I wish they kind of somehow would have shown that maybe that it went on for a long
1: time. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a little death <laughs> counter on the bottom hour of, the sh- of yeah, a little death just... counter on the bottom of the thing. <laughs> Ding. Um. So yeah, for me, like got
0: annoyed for, pretty easily. I,
1: yeah, I get that Dormammu. They had to set an overarching person, and they had to have like mm. this overarching villain. You don't really see much of him, and it's more just like, oh, there's a fucking bad guy. You better watch out. He's <laughs> really yeah bad we when he comes here face in the sky when he comes (laughs) you're gonna be in for it and you as well um and mads milkerson as well he fucking doesn't like he cries in a lot of that movie every time i'm looking at his eyes they're watering because he's he doesn't blink i was watching him and i was like he's (laughs) he doesn't blink in any of the scenes where he's that's cool yeah and i was like fucking hell um yeah uh that's for me the biggest letdown of the mm. movie is sort of just because it it reminded me a little bit of Thor: Dark World, sort of the forgettable yeah. bad guy in that. Mm. Um, what's his name? What's his bloody name? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. What's his name? Christopher That's Eccleston. it. Christopher yeah. Eccleston. Not his fault, but like I I think that those sort of films, and I always find that with superhero movies that if you don't have like a strong bad guy, and I'm not saying Mad Mickelson's not. Good in the in as an actor, Mm. and he's not good in the film. There's
0: there's nothing behind the character. Yeah, it's just sort of this. Yeah, the agent one, and that's yeah.
2: Like you have a couple of lines of dialogue of he lost his family and he was a broken man, and he got frustrated that they couldn't do more to bring his family back. Yeah, but But I it's. But that's definitely, that's absolute, that is showing, not telling. Yeah. 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 And I
1: really, I do, like, I agree with Drew, though. Like, the fight no, scene. The other way around.
2: It's, it's telling, not showing. Sorry.
1: Yeah. And I really like the visuals in this movie. Like, watching them again mm, yeah, is yeah. so good. Like, like inception y type esque set pieces and things like that. And, you know, it just looks amazing. And, um,. The fight scenes are something you've never, I've never seen before, and like fair play to this, um, you know, the visual effects artists that had to CG all of that stuff <laughs> in those fight scenes, like, yeah, um, and yeah. yeah,
2: it's like so many Marvel movies are like every background is CG, yeah, and but but it becomes infinitely more impressive when it's not just a CG plate of a a city street. And it is a city street that is bending through space-time yeah. and like <laughs> folding buildings. It's very cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Like is it's better than I when I remembered it. It's not like my top-tier Marvel movie. Like it's mm. not something um that I'll be like, Yeah, not put lately. put Doctor yeah. Strange on, put Doctor Strange on. Like
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah if, I can see yeah, that. If someone said to you, you've got to pick it, but today we're watching five Marvel movies. Yeah, it's not going to be one of those five. Yeah, but yeah. Not now. It, who knows? I still
1: though, like it because Multiverse of Madness gonna... might be oh. one of those ones. Oh, it's going to be so I mean,
2: good! If this
0: uh, one looked good, this one, that's going to be. Yeah. I'm oh, this the spoiler. So I'm looking tired. forward to the spoiler <laughs> cast yeah. for Multiverse of Madness yeah. so much. Oh yeah, stay but, tuned for that. There's definitely going to be a long ass spoiler podcast <laughs> on the, on that episode.
1: All in all, like some good performances. Um... However, I feel that sort of, like, the overarching bad guy could have been a little bit more fleshed out. Yeah, but I understand. But it's hard to that. do it in one movie and an origins movie, like, where they want to yeah. establish the character, but then also give them, a, like, a bad guy. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but he, I mean, from the from the off as well, he just seemed like a throwaway villain. He wasn't going to return in future ones. Dormammu might, but Kaecilius was, I felt like, a, they, he was a one and done, so they kind of didn't so much need to sell you sell you on him and stuff but yeah he he very much is like you see
2: him turn into a kind of crispy husk of a human being he's, he's just like he's evil just, that's he's not is. coming back
0: yeah what about um rachel McAdams? because Ru- drew says she's uh you know did did the best with, with what she was given do you think she was maybe wasted in the role i think they must have gone to her and been like do you want to be you know maybe the wasp or you know do you want to be a hero because it's just weird. She kind of there's just nothing for everybody to do in this role, unless she just was like, "Oh yeah, it's only two weeks of work, it'd be fine."
1: I think she's a vehicle for to show how what Doctor Strange is like.
0: Actress, you could have got really like anyone. Like that's what I'm thinking. Like, did she or did she just want to be like, "Oh yeah, I love comics and maybe," but just didn't want to be a superhero or
1: something. Yeah, maybe.
2: I mean, that it's still it's a fun role, and yeah. it's it and. as as much as this is a bad thing to say it's it is an important role in terms of her being the anchor for Mm. stephen back to the real world it's kind of she is the focal point as soon as he has to go back to his old life she's immediately the person that he thinks of and she's i i i would imagine she was sold on it on the promise that the character will definitely have more to do in the future of the MCU. Mm. Yeah, maybe.
1: Um,
2: but, but as I said, like she has, she's got some good scenes mm. and she fucking owns them because Rachel McAdams, is great, as yeah. I think I said in the game night one, she is a fucking queen. Yeah. And <laughs> she is incredible. Yeah. I love that woman. She's great. And I, I just hope she has more to do in the next one
0: yeah um i like the the bit where the cloak of levitation first comes in and like save strange he gets like <laughs> pushed off a balcony and the cloak of levitation dives down picks him up and we see ra- him rise up from the balcony and he's got his giant he's got his cape and the music swells and it's like it's the yeah, first time the we see dr strange yeah and then he gets instantly taken down I'm, I'm like <laughs> did they do that for laughs because i laughed but like i don't know if it was supposed to because the, the, the music swelled and it was like da 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 Straight on the floor, and I was like, oh, "Okay." Well, yeah, I take that, that. It made me laugh. So
2: it's it's setting up that it's like, "Oh my god, he's become Doctor Strange," mm. and it's like, "Oh no, not yet, yeah, not yet. He's not quite yeah. there yet, guys. Just get. It's going to take a bit more time."
1: I like the fact that he's stabbed by the Nazgul sort of blade thing, uh, in <laughs> in the chest. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that is it? A, like, surely it's like a. A fake blade, though, like it will pierce his inner whatever they call when he when he goes out of his uh, body. Oh yeah, the ghost I person.
2: no. So they do they do use those blades in the real world. I think I think it's tied into once they've once they're drawing power from the dark dimension, they can create oh anything yeah f- like more physical projectiles or something like that because. Strange never throws his magic. His magic is always on mm. him mm. Yeah. where the ancient one who is drawing power from the dark dimension and Caecilius and his lackeys who are doing Goons. the same are able to be a bit a little more projectile with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So I want like, but it like that might just be just assigning meaning <laughs> where it doesn't exist. But yeah, he does get stabbed in the real world. It's just with a, a, a mirrored. Dimension see through knife. Yeah. Um,
0: how does the book have? The how does the well, book right?
1: have us? How does the book have the? Um, when he's reading a book, he's got the book in his hand as yeah. a, as out of his body, but the book is. Doesn't have yeah, like yeah, the I, I, yeah. can't astral project.
0: <laughs> the book's got a ghost as well. Yeah, <laughs> When yeah, he was I
2: doing, that, I was like, like, "That's interesting." Wait, the but... book has an astral projection <laughs> yeah. as well. All, all of the books have souls. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, and he and he brings them, He's like, "Come on, come on, boy, come to
1: the astral <laughs> plane. Come <yeah>. on,
0: come <laughs> on." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that was just my nitpick, but yeah. um,
0: did any? It made me think as well. Did anyone think of reversing the? reversing time to get the pages before strange did did anyone talk about that or was it because i was like oh they can't say it's not a bad thing because H M one's drawing power from the dark dimension so she could have just probably done
1: that i mean when you involve, involve time they could have done fucking anything <laughs> really i like, mm. also he's he's create he's created a like a sort of a loop of time uh before he goes to see dormammu or like just before but, well, like, surely Dormamo would just, like, cut his hand off so that there was no... So, like, he would drop the, the rune. Because the rune's around his, like... Around his arm. Around his arm. Yes, yeah. They
2: they do have... They have the moment when Wong and um, Baron Mordo catch him in the library, moving the apple and getting the pages back. They're like, you could accidentally create a time loop. Oh, uh, Okay. But so they they kind of set it up, but yeah, it is the issue with bringing in magic is that fucking anything goes, yeah, yeah. Right? And and to be <laughs> fair, like I, I'm glad that they they lay it out. The ancient one says, you know, they're pro, they're you can think of them as programs, and they can program reality around you, and they draw energy from from other dimensions and things like that. Mm -hmm. rather than being harry potter where it's just like oh yeah you say these words and flick a thing and and it happens with no consequences whatsoever um but yeah it is still inherently you have that problem of how do you actually define the limits of this magic system is it just if you know enough you can do the shit or is there some sort of cost down the line that we don't know about yet it doesn't seem like there is but yeah um, yeah, I get that. I get when that. when you're into fantasy literature, not <laughs> that I'm massively into it, but I, I've, there's a, a wonderful series of books called um, The Kingkiller Chronicles by Patrick Rothfuss. Um, there are two books in it currently, The Name of the Wind and The Wise Man's Fear, which everyone should go out and read or listen to on Audible because the Audible audiobooks are amazing. The narrator's mm-hmm. incredible. But that really got me thinking about magic systems in fiction and how good ones explain there is a cost and they kind of obey the laws of physics in terms of energy can't be created or destroyed energy has to be pulled from other places where harry potter's just like
0: nah oh, fuck it <laughs> you
1: yeah, can do magic, it magic, just, magic, just, magic, say, magic, just say just say the magic, word magic. and you'll do it it's fine. yeah, yeah if um,
0: you got that stick in your hand, you'd be. What fine. did you think, Andy? Um, you haven't said what yeah. you thought. Ah, oh, I really liked it. Um, I think I was with you, like Ross, the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, this is pretty average. It's fine, mm. but maybe it was giving more. I think it was trying to sell us more on the uh, visuals and, and anything. And then maybe when I watched it again afterwards, I was like, oh, actually, they did a really, a really good story uh, of uh you know an arrogant man, but um, you know learning to be humble and stuff. And there's a great bit where he obviously wants to. Uh, heal his hands so he can do surgery and then when the ancient one is injured and they take him to hospital he wants to perform on her but he can't and he kind of offers the this uh, the knife to another surgeon mm. um and yeah. then obviously kind of sacrificing himself at the end yeah i just thought it was a really good story and everyone yeah everyone did it was everyone was perfectly cast um again yeah nothing really like the the villains did kind of let it down if I, they had a bit more just backstory i guess or some some more tie maybe to strange rather than the ancient one Mm. um but yeah i I say i can't pick too many faults with it because it was it was pretty good i mean how much effort did strange have to learn you know how much he was on a fucking mountain learning magic and ned in no way home was just like ah, there's a pool
1: yeah
0: he's on everest come on i mean he might have magic in his family ned but jesus there's so
2: yeah i feel like you can take that as you can again this is me being very charitable to it but it's like some maybe some people are just naturally predisposed to, to have that mindset yeah. like ned Ned's, ned has a he's he's got a little bit of an empty brain occasionally as we've seen in in the spider-man movies and so maybe it's that naivety and that innocence that allows him to tap into it where at the beginning strange's problem was that he was overthinking it mm-hmm. um, where ned just wasn't even thinking of anything at all but again none of this is explained explicitly in any way <laughs> and maybe they're just trusting us to pick up on it or maybe they're hoping we won't think about it
0: okay hey. We are fans. We pick up on everything. (laughs) Uh, Right then, before final thoughts and scores, one massive question, because I couldn't get it out of my head the whole movie. If the cape had a voice, who would voice (laughs) it? Because I can't help but thinking anyone big Nick Cage. (laughs) Like parroting fucking Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: I want to say, oh, what's his name from Bloody uh, Evil Dead? Um, Oh, um... (laughs) Oh,
0: um, Bruce Campbell. Bruce, yeah, Campbell! Bruce Campbell! Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, yeah, he's got a pretty, uh, pretty good voice.
1: I think Bruce Campbell. Yeah, you know,
2: I'm not sure I could best that. And with Raimi directing the next one,
0: that feels thematically very <laughs> apt. Let's let's find out what cameo he's going to be. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, scores then. Any final thoughts and scores, Ross? Let's go with you.
1: Um. Okay. I like the visuals. I think the it's a. On a reflection of after watching it, you know it's a good origins movie. Uh, it just lacks for me the uh, the threat of a like a, you know a really scary bad guy. Um, Dormammu is not really that scary to me, even though he's a big, massive, greeny, he's a he's a giant head. Thing that like shimmers Uh, for me, (laughs) especially named Dormammu. Just and the way the way that he says it all the time, Dormammu, Dormammu. (laughs) Because it sounds. I wish
0: he would come back different each time. Like he finger guns or something. (laughs) He was like doing the Mexican wave. He's like, "It's me again. What's up?" Yes. So
1: for that reason, I am going to give it three point five. Stranding uh, bad guys in the Sahara deserts. Out of fives,
0: <laughs> three point seven
1: five. No, three point Three point five I thought sorry, three point five. Okay, I might have said three point seven five, but I meant five.
0: No, you cut, You slightly froze ah, my screen yeah. for slightly that 3.5. Slight <laughs> <of a> second.
1: <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go ever so slightly higher than Ross, um, but not loads higher. It, it's it's that funny thing of. Again, this is entirely arbitrary. We don't have any scientific method for how we score these movies. It's what we feel. And my feelings are you, this movie has to be held up against the entire MCU. And whilst I really do like it and it's well made and has good performances and interesting visuals and a lot of other things going for it, it doesn't hit the same highs as endgame infinity war um winter soldier the like the ones that are really dear to my heart
0: yeah
2: um and so i'm going to give it oh i'm going to give it <laughs> 4 i am going to ah. give it 4 arrogant putting down of other surgeons in the (laughs) operating room out of five
0: yeah um yeah i i really liked it i thought it was a really good origin story for strange i say for the character strange i thought it was a great story for him he went through a great arc everything was good yeah the villains kind of let it down um um, and that was a that was a thing for me i really want to give this like four because I did really enjoy it but yeah kind of our arbitrary system that we come up with ourselves four is like a never level for me so it has not hit that so I mean, I'm going to be a bit like I'm going to be I'm going to be Ross and do a really annoying 3.9 uh <laughs> people stuck in the wall or <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was cool or stuck yeah. in a fish yeah. tank that was vicious yeah oh yeah someone <laughs> yeah we didn't talk about that that, that kind of slow revert uh, uh rewind Rewinding. fight fight uh, scene was was uh, pretty good. Actually. I also yeah. I say stuck in a fish tank, stuck in walls. It was pretty uh, dark. I like just
1: on that. I like in that last bit when the music is sort. It feels like it's going backwards. The music in that bit where he's turned yeah. back the yeah. entire time uh, of the Hong Kong area, and it feels like the music's going backwards as well.
2: I Probably I is. would yeah. I would also just before we before we move on to Matt's mini review of it, yeah. which he sent it in is. for us. The score is absolutely the most distinctive Marvel score. the mm. The end credits Ooh, yeah. piece from this is
0: absolutely wicked. Yeah, Stranger's um, Stranger's theme is maybe one of my favourites. Actually, it's, yeah, um, it's, it's incredibly evocative. Yeah, is it um, who who? It's a little bit Sherlock Holmesy for me, like uh, the Robert Downey Jr. one. Maybe a couple of notes or something. Or That's maybe... interesting. Yeah, because you've got the harpsichord yeah. in there.
2: It, it does, does give it a, a it. sort of antiquated Sherlock.
1: feel. Michael Giacchino,
2: of course, it's yeah. Michael Giacchino. For God's, he's just, oh God, he's good. <laughs> oh, he's so good. Yeah, um, he is.
0: right. Yeah, let's do a uh, Matt. I say he, he 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 can be asked to come on the podcast, but he has given us a paragraph <laughs> of his of his thoughts. <laughs> um, Ross, can you do a Northern accent? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, well, I don't have the. Re- oh yeah, I do have the review. Hold on. Yeah, it's on WhatsApp. Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> One of the best origin movies in the franchise <laughs> behind Black Panther. Benedict plays the role perfectly as an almost anti-hero with a toxic ego and a tilted look on the life from his previous position of privilege. The whole kamar Taj vibe is a little too on the nose at time, but the actors and supporting characters... <laughs> Okay, their uh, okay. Their roles well, play their roles well. I think he was supposed to say, "Shout out Benedict Wong on his on his Wong on his Wong." Uh, clever, <laughs> clever use of humor throughout, capturing what had been lost in the movies prior somewhat, and nicely setting up tempo for Guardians Two and Thor Ragnarok, which followed. Dark Legion and Mads Mikkelsen were fine, albeit a little two-dimensional. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Dormammu bit was entertaining, but was a bit underwhelming. Uh, the uh, setup, the setting up of Mordo as a villain, is very well done in post credits. Interesting to see if what part Mordo plays in the next movie.
0: It's like he's in the room. Wow, <laughs> yeah. well, Matt, gave, Matt gives it 4.5 out of five. That so is really, really a high. Mo- like I would. That's really high him. for him. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm. I'm surprised. So. Uh, that brings us out at an uh, an average score of
0: 3.98 out of Ooh. 5 so yeah, that's recommend I mean, that's basically that's basically yeah, my my score so it's right
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah but you how, are, how many how many fours has andy actually given in this whole entire podcast hey. how
2: many fours he's given one for batman yeah uh, one for the batman rather one for the mummy
1: Two for the fries uh, and alright, alright. A four point
2: two five for Spider Man Four from Far uh, Spider Man No Way Home and the same for Far From Home. Four point five for Knives Out. These are good ones. They Born, deserve Born, the fours. <laughs> He's the thing is Andy. Andy's high scores are are kind of up there. It's just that Andy is has the most propensity to give an
0: insanely low score. If the thing part. is, it's easy. If I don't recommend a film, it's not going to get higher than three. It's easy. If I watch a film, was like Alien Resurrection, what do I give for that? Because I was like I would definitely not recommend this. Um, so it's never, Alien it's Resurrection not
2: gonna... you gave
1: 1.5. <laughs> Jesus. And
2: so actually our overall average scores um for the first time I am I am tied to be the most positive. Matt's Doctor Strange review has put him joint most positive with me. Um <laughs> followed still closely by Ross and then Andy, a full hey, 0.5 you, lower than the
0: rest of us. you gotta, you got to work for my love. Yeah. <laughs> so it is time now for the boys to pitch me their ideas for their uh, for Doctor Strange 2. Afterwards, the boys will have to fight. Fight like their lives depend on it. <laughs> As they try and convince me their pitch is the best. Let us start with uh, Ross. How about you go first today?
1: Oh, key dokey. Mine's quite short, so I'm going to mm. take my time in, you know, setting the vibe and, yeah, you know, feel it just out, really, man. yeah, just sure. really. And, uh, Get your feet up. Why not? yeah, so my, the, I did, I couldn't, I was trying to come up with a. Fucking title that wasn't anything To do with the multiverse <laughs> Well I had the multiverse in it But I ended up putting the multiverse in it And I called mine Doctor Strange 2 Hunted in the multiverse much dun, dun, dun.
0: your little blurb yeah.
1: Doctor Strange, after the events of No Way Home, has been stripped of his powers and the safety of the Inner Sanctum, or whatever. It's called the Inner Sanctum, isn't it? When sanct- inside, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this, the this <laughs> Sanctum Santorum, or whatever. It's
0: the it? Sanctum when he's outside.
1: Uh, now he is being pursued by Mordo through the multiverse. Oh, Oh, shit. Mm. All right. We open the movie, and we see Strange having a nightmare. We see flashbacks of all the previous uh, MCU events. We see Strange dying in the first movie, and each time he does, he like flinches in bed uh, as he's like, you know, having this nightmare in bed. Um, then he suddenly he wakes up, uh, and then he goes uh, to have a conversation with Wong. Uh, they talk about the stuff that Strange did in No Way Home. It s- starts to make him feel really bad about what he did. The fact that he literally went into <laughs> people's minds and changed their thoughts. Um, then suddenly, a portal appears. And two robed... I'm doing sound effects now to make it better. I love it. I love it. Uh, the budget's
0: uh... increased on this podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: And two robed figures step out. They gesture for only Strange to follow them. He reluctantly agrees and steps through. Uh, As he does, he's transported to this, like, Grand Hall thing. And I definitely didn't borrow this from the trailer. (laughs) Uh, He is greeted by a group. um, And we learn that they're called the Magic Circle. (laughs) Mm. yeah Um, we can have like some cool new (laughs) we can have some cool new actors uh, introduced here for the MCU, which would be cool. You know, They're I don't all, know who, but...
2: Like loads of cameos from like the masked magician from that Sky <laughs> yeah, TV yeah. show from the early 2000s. David Blaine, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. there. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, they tell Strange that he's been using the ma- his magic the wrong way. Uh, further hammering home that um, he's been affecting people's minds in no way home. And that was not cool. Um, then we get this really cool scene in which he has his um, powers stripped from him. Whether that's whether they take the ring, because I don't really know, like whether it's his ring specifically that it gives him the power, or the fact that like maybe they suck, they suck him off with the, <laughs> they suck him off with the ma- magical essence. They do they the su-
2: mordo sucking off benjamin Bratt.
1: (laughs) yeah they suck (laughs) they suck him off taking him his magic essence out of him Um, and he falls down defeated and he's transported back to the new york sanctum Uh, wong is there um they have a heart to heart and stranger's cloak leaves him and then dr strange walks out of the sanctum and just leaves he defeated the next few scenes of like proper character building shit yeah where dr strange doesn't know who he is and the effects of it, the magic that he has done to people without realizing the repercussions of using uh, these deadly and uh, extravagant spells eventually he ends up back at the new york sanctum um you know, maybe he grows a little, a little bigger beard or something. But um, the door <laughs> is ajar. He goes in to find all the other wizards dead. Uh, there are defo, <laughs> they're, they're, they're definitely wizards. Okay, they're definitely wizards in there. Uh, I don't know what you call them like if is like other sorcerers. magicians. He's I guess
2: they they like he, they refer to themselves as sorcerers, but yeah. everyone else calls them wizards.
1: Yeah, they're wizards. They're wizards. Um, he eventually finds <laughs> Wong, and he's dying. Oh! basically uh yeah he's dying again he's this time for real he tells strange that mordo did this and they needs to be stopped and he heard that he's going to destroy the magic circle and david blaine um he then hands him his ring uh he hands him his ring and he dies uh the cape then flies flies back to him and attaches back to his um uh you know, neck. And then he flies up similar to the scene in the first movie, the music crescendos and he flies out of the New York sanctum teleports back to where the magic circle are. He enters a scene of to a scene of carnage. Half of the magic circle are dead. David Blaine is dying there on the floor. (laughs) Um, uh, who else is there? Uh, Paul, da- Paul Daniels is there as well. He's already dead. <laughs> Paul Daniels like ben is and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ben and Teller, they're all there. Um, and then Mordo is there <laughs> and he's just about to kill the head of it. When Doctor Strange stops him, there's a bad guy speech. He fights some of his cronies. Then Strange manages to take the power of the last dying head, maybe he gives it to him or something. Uh, and then the magic last person of the magic circle dies and now he's a bit more powerful anyway maybe they have another fight again but um strange pursues mordo into this portal and then um this is where shit goes fucking crazy yo. this is where shit gets mad insert The greatest chase scene of all fucking time. (laughs) How long is it? What if this could be? Half an hour. (laughs) So basically, they're going to go through loads of different MCU things, like X-Men, the animated TV show. (laughs) They're going to go through Spider-Man, like scenes from the Marvel TV shows. Uh, all the fantastic Falls maybe Deadpool's gonna be there and like I'm seeing it as if like you know the, the movies happening off in the background and then they appear in the background split oh, in reality yeah, yeah. kind of like vibe. Um, so we want more of that inception type crazy shit from the first movie and then maybe... Of course, we introduce some of the Ross CU into this as well. Oh, no. Maybe have oh, <laughs> some scenes oh, no. from the Ross CU. You know, maybe they <laughs> go into space. Yeah.
2: Brad Pitts fighting a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Vin, um, Vin Diesel.
1: So- the the chase scene basically ends with Strange being stranded in the multiverse in an alternate reality. Um, he's in this, like, castle thing and, we're, like, he's walking around trying to find a way out. Um, and then we see... Um, a figure and it's similar to Doctor Strange. Oh shit. It's evil Doctor Strange, oh from the What Ooh. If series and there's a g- exposition about the multiverse and setting up the finale of the TV series What If and the may through line of the um of that is now going to be introduced to the movie cinematic universe mm. and Ultron, you know, being the big bad of the tv show um now this is up to you andy they can either have a fight or evil dr strange can gift his powers to the good dr strange because you know evil dr strange is ashamed of what he did and believes that good dr strange can like you know do better than him than he ever could and then he dies uh you know that'd be a fight scene yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um so then dr strange eventually you know out so there um he finds mordo they have another awesome fight lots more crazy shit they turn into fluffy animals maybe eventually mordo is defeated doctor strange go back goes back home and he's appointed sorcerer supreme and is left to build up the sanctums again uh, after they've been destroyed well not destroyed but the people who have been killed and stuff uh so we have a first and that's, that's the end of the movie we have a first post-credit scene of dr strange looking in the mirror and he can see a huge dark creature behind him huge black dark creature looming over him uh, this is sort of like you know the evil power that has been given to him but like and he's trying to struggle you know maybe i don't know he just blinks and it disappears and then we have the final post-credit scene while doctor strange is reading a book or something uh, there is a tear in the fabric of reality and out of it comes a live action version of the watcher telling doctor strange about the threat of ultron uh, in in another reality and that he is assembling the most powerful creatures from all realities to stop him Doctor Strange asks, what are they called? The Watcher responds, Guardians of the Multiverse. End mm. of movie. Oh. Setting up for the Guardians of the Multiverse, bitches.
0: Oh, okay. Like okay. okay. Oh, thank you very much, Ross. Um, I don't think I've got too many questions. I've got one, which I guess yeah. I'm not going to hold against you if you don't know too well. But, like, isn't it the last time we saw Ultron and, like, maybe not the evil Doctor Strange, but Ultron, wasn't he contained in that like really small realm. Are you going to explain how everyone kind of gets loose or anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll um have Yeah, thought, that's a wide that's a wider pit. That's Yeah. That's the say, next phase have me. you actually have script. you actually thought
0: about it? Um I, Yeah, or yeah. No, we just put it in. gonna cuz I will not hold it against you cuz I think it's it's fine. Um but have you actually gone like, "Oh yeah, it's because or not?" Well,
1: I'm thinking uh something to do with his power, you know. Someone mm. maybe someone releases him from it.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. Let's head on over to the other contender, Drew. Whenever you're ready, sir, go ahead. Hi. Okay, so my pitch
2: is Doctor Strange Fractured Worlds. Ooh. Nice. Um, and the the kind of strap line is it Do- is basically Do- Doctor Strange has to face the ramifications of his world-changing multiverse-breaking spell from Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, so we open. It's in darkness. We hear echoing voices. We hear, "Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous." We tampered with the stability of space-time. The multiverse is a concept we know of, about which we know frighteningly little it was the only way boom lights up not lights up cut to um new york city we see spider-man on the news um not being unmasked and we see strange and wong in the in the heat of an argument um about the fact that they about the fact that steven saved the world but wong is just like no look you 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 need to learn to be responsible like this was exactly what i was worried about you could have destroyed the multiverse um but strange is like no look i i helped everyone everything's okay i'm i did it it's all fine um wong is furious and kind of storms off christine arrives um to see to see strange she wants to talk to him he's wearing the broken watch which was the gift from her from the first movie and it looks like they might getting towards kind of starting something up um but she's kind of she says that he's kind of gone the opposite way and it used to be that everything was all about him and now he's got all of these huge responsibilities and would he ever have time for her like and he's just saving the universe and all of this kind of stuff and then they are interrupted kind of um, infinity war-ish it gets right into it there is a massive um, tentacle monster that appears from the sea in New, yeah. York, in New York City. It's Gargantos. Um, and it has come for Strange, and it throws a bus at him, and he makes the buzzsaw thing and cuts it in half and saves a little girl um, behind him. Um, he It's quite a big fight, but he manages to defeat it, and then he meets its master, which is Naga, the mer-person from Lumeria. Um, he tells Strange and Wong... Uh, that the spell that they cast broke the multiverse it's a crime against the natural order and then appears baron mordo who has come to help him to bring strange to justice Um, huge fight Uh, strange is trying to protect christine and wong but sort of can't do it they're all starting to get injured they get defeated Um, And they go on the run, they disappear through a portal and Wong loses it at Strange and like tells him he was too reckless to ever be Sorcerer Supreme. He's disgusted by him. He he can't be around him and Wong just disappears. Um, So Stephen and Christine, Stephen's like, I have I need someone powerful to help me and goes to find Wanda. Um, Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, as she's one of the only people powerful enough to help stop Naga and Mordo um strange explains what he did and explains the cold the concept of the multiverse um asking for her help but we see her realize and she says to him i had children in westview and they're gone now but you're telling me there are infinite worlds and they are out there somewhere there is a there is a universe out there somewhere where they don't have a mother and i can be their mother and strange is like no 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 and then they have a huge magic battle where she is trying to like use her magic to extract his knowledge of the multiverse so she can use spells huge fight you see him kind of learning her magic at the same time um and like realizing how powerful and dangerous it is but she gets the information and she disappears into the multiverse um And when, as she goes, it makes this like massive multiversal explosion and Christine gets blasted off somewhere and Strange doesn't know where she is. Um, And so Strange is then set on this journey to go between universes to try and find Scarlet Witch in case she makes anything worse and to find Christine whilst Naga and Mordo are pursuing him. Um, Strange ends up in a reality where uh, the Doctor Strange there and Christine are getting married and he you see him be really like stuck feeling like he wants to have the life with Christine, but he has all these responsibilities. Um, Mordo and Naga then arrive and loads of people get killed. Strange has to run away again. There's a big running battle through loads of different multiverses and movies. Um, uh, Assuming that Sam Raimi signs on to direct this one as well, Toby's Spider-Man universe. He's back in his universe. We see him for a bit. We see the John Krasinski Et Al Fantastic Four. Um, we meet the evil Doctor Strange for a bit. And Strange starts being chased by agents from the bureau who are trying to prune him as well. (laughs) And they kind of show up as well. Um, Eventually, Strange gets cornered by Naga and Mordo, and um, they're they're fighting, but he manages to get them to turn on each other by persuading naga that mordo is going to turn on him too because naga is disobeying the natural order of things by chasing him and that mordo will do that and they kind of turn on each other it's a weird three-way battle and mordo ends up basically getting killed and you have a nice moment of pathos because it is a shame to kill off chiwetel ejif for he's so good so he would have a really good death scene i'm just saying that um and at the end of the fight, Naga Naga then absorbs Mordo's powers like he was doing from Benjamin Bratt and the other sorcerers. And so the only way Strange can fight back is by using some of Wanda's magic in the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he manages to get away and gets enough time to use Wanda's magic to find Christine and Wanda. Wanda has found a universe where where her kids don't have a mother and she's going to bring them back but christine is trapped in another like swirling vortex dimension where everything's just crazy fucked up and strange realizes that he's only got enough power to bring one of them back And he's trying to decide who to help and then realises he he needs something else. He leaves again. He runs away like the end of the first movie and he goes back and finds Wong and he apologises. He completely prostrates himself in front of him. He admits that he has to learn he's not all-powerful. He can't help everyone. Sometimes he does have to say no. um, But with the help of the Sorcerer Supreme in Wong, maybe they can save everyone. Um, So Wong and Strange... Do manage to actually get um Wanda and Christine back. Um, Strange learning the value of asking for help even more because he has to let Christine help him with a really dangerous ritual. And she because Wanda can just do it and it's fine. And Wong, Wong and Wanda with their powers combined get out. And Strange and Christine have this slightly more difficult time of it. Um, but they manage to get out. They make it back to New York, but then Naga appears after the multiverse chasing them. And starts breaking the world and crumbling away the buildings of New York, um, and flooding the city. And the world is going to shit. He's he's just destroying the world above the sea. But then at the last minute, Namor the Submariner arrives, played by Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, and joins in in the final battle against Naga. And you have the great jokes of like, who the fuck is this guy? Why is he in a speedo? <laughs> like all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> um strange has to learn even more to fight as part of a team uh, they eventually manage to destroy naga and um, they combine the powers of wong strange and wonder and bring everything back under control um namor is like introduces himself properly and you still have some funny kind of fish out of water ha 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 jokes um, and says they've set off a chain of events in in cities and nations that are part of this world that no one's ever heard of before and they'll be seeing them, him again soon um strange accepts his position as subordinate to wong he's not the sorcerer supreme and does that because he wants to have the opportunity to have human connection with christine again and they start something up and then in the end credit scene we see kang the conqueror reviewing all of the chaos and seeing the video feeds from the agents who were trying to prune strange and um, and saying there must be a more powerful version of that strange out there who would be willing to help him in his coming war. End.
0: Ooh, nice. Two good pictures and two good post-credit scenes. Very good. Thank you, boys. Right. Listeners, listeners at home, what did you think? Uh, let us know on Twitter if you thought Drew had the best pitch um, with his strange has to learn to ask for help uh, by using the hashtag Drew's pitch. Or if you thought Ross's chase through the multiverse pitch was better, use hashtag Ross pitch. Of course being the host Supreme, I can see into the future and therefore I already know who won this week's episode. <laughs> but let's see if the argument section changes fate. <laughs> so boys, who has the best pitch and why?
2: So okay, I'm going to go first. Mm-hmm. and I think that I kind of have to win on a technicality now hear me out uh,
0: Interesting.
2: There is. I really like Ross's pitch I think Ross's pitch really does work a few issues like Strange doesn't actually have very much character development he just he gets his powers taken away then walks back into the sanctum he gets his powers back for no reason and then he cracks on <laughs> through the multiverse and there we go but Uh, And mine at least has character journey. It has Christine having a bit more to do. We bring in Namor, which is cool. Um, However, and this is... uh, And I hope Ross (laughs) can argue against this. We have to take into account all Strange's journey through the MCU. We can't just do a sequel to Doctor Strange. You have to take into account Spider-Man. And Ross does a bit. But here's the technicality.
0: Mm.
2: Spider-Man... The end credit scene, which is part of that film, gives us specific moments from the new Doctor Strange movie that have to be in this movie. And I, not from the trailers, mind you, not from the separately released trailers, but from the end credit scene, you Mm -hmm. have to include... The Broken Watch, Mordo with the desecration of reality, New York crumbling into the sea, he never meant for any of this a wedding scene where you see Doctor Strange and Christine getting married, Scarlet Witch in the Orchard, Crazy Floating Ruins, um, Strange using Dark Dimension magic, and but it's have a you placed your
0: pitch over off, it off is the is trailer, scene. But
2: it's a post credit scene. It is part of the movie. That is it's a flash forward. That is not a trailer. that is a flash forward to a future moment in the MCU. And Ross did not include a bunch of those, and I did. And so well, I know okay. this is really I... shitty, <laughs> but I think I have to win on a technicality.
1: Go for it. You 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 can win because it's a trailer at the end of a movie. It's part of the movie. It's not a
2: trailer. It's an end it credit. It is a trailer. It's
1: a, just because it's at the end of the just because it's part they of the movie doesn't mean say it's a trailer. Th- they don't like put you the could name have you could have part two. They, just,
2: they say Doctor Strange will return at the end of it. They don't say what. Look, look. It's not. It is. It is. <laughs> contained within a within an mc mcu movie that is in the running time if you watch it from beginning to end has a bunch of stuff that is going to happen it's a flash forward it's not a trailer it's a flash forward to the future and then what was the point in doing
1: like what was the point in doing this sequel pitch if we are both of our pitches were going to be exactly the same well, no, with oh, the, no, exact, no, same about, the look, exact same imagery and the exact same way?
2: It's about how you use those things. You could have built it into a slightly different thing, but hey, you ignored Andy. That. You, I've Ross got is, all
1: of those scenes in my film. There you go. I'll put them in post. Oh, right, when he okay. goes flies through the when he flies through all the different multiverses, there's all those scenes. There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, you should pick mine because I I use the madness of the multiverse. I do have character like obviously I'm just. Giving you the pitch, I'm not giving you a the script, and there will be much more of char- of a little you know character journey at the beginning of the movie where he's okay. trying to figure out what who he is. What's his and, character journey? And also, I was get- and you can introduce his girlfriend, and going back to her. Maybe he's not feeling like you know, I don't know, just whatever you know. Um, just because I didn't put it in this specific like hour long pitch that Drew did doesn't mean that. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yeah you should pick my that thanks
2: I feel really bad, but as soon as I realised that that might be a technicality I could pull out, I was just like, "Hey, I have to use that. do it." It's up
1: to it's up to Andy if he it takes is, it, it is, on.
2: Yeah, Andy doesn't. There are no rules. Andy doesn't have
0: to, except for the fact that it would really piss off <laughs> the all thing The thing is, MCU I was fans. waiting. I was waiting for Ross to say, "Oh, it will just be in the multiverses that he travels through." I I bought that. I'll buy that. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right
1: then. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I don't really. Okay. Like Drews is good. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, introducing Keanu Reeves as, yeah, as a as a like at the end of a movie, maybe you know, it would be nice for the fans to go, "Oh, look, cool." But yeah, I don't know. Introducing Keanu Reeves in speedos at the end of a movie, <laughs> uh, John Wick in speedos
0: <laughs> 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 with the blazer, but the speedos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. Don't really know. You, the choice is yours, Andy. Really, yeah. well, fair.
0: There are two two great pitches. I do like Ross. I love your. I do really like the multiverse travel. I think that could be fun, but also work well within Strange. The Magic Circle Council. Love it in the trailer. Love it in your pitch. Um, you're definitely your post-credit scene. The Guardians of the Multiverse has got me very intrigued. I want to know what happens there. So, mm. um, big big positive, Drew. Um. Oh, actually, the, sorry, The Ross, the, uh, I have to agree with Drew a little bit, like certain things didn't feel earned a lot of the time, but mm-hmm. that may be fixed within the actual script. Uh, Drew, love the new characters. Uh, I really like Strange's arc about having to learn how to ask for help. I do question whether he needs that now at this point in the MCU, because um, he seems like he's already I don't want to say like the perfect Doctor Strange or something but I don't know if he needs he needs to learn that lesson I don't know if he have that problem yeah that's fair I yeah. I
2: was I, I was thinking of it more in terms of him learning to be slightly more humble and yeah. the only way that I could sort of put that across was he needs to learn to ask for help
0: yeah, um, yeah. but it
2: yeah I I do agree that doesn't necessarily mm. describe it the best way
0: but for this week's winner, very close. I will be honest; it's very close. But I'm gonna give it to Drew um, because oh. I, I I did really like the arc. Um, it's I say I think it needs it needs to be fixed slightly. But uh, no, sorry, the one thing I was I, I I really fixing yours. Um, I don't know if the connection between him and Wand is strong enough. So if you change that to Wong somehow, um, then you've got me. I think I'd be quite good. Where he has to choose between Wong or Christine. Kind of uh, that's leading up to. The big Act Two twist or something. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And Ross, yeah, unfortunately, man, it just sounded a lot like Doctor Strange One, like him kind of regaining his powers and finding out who he was. I really liked everything else, but it just it seems like. Hey, I was just trying to
1: figure out a movie that wasn't the trailer, so you know, (laughs) I I actually did the job. I actually did the job of uh, sequel pitch. You, yeah. like, I did more... not. I did not include
2: <laughs> anything from the separately released trailers. I didn't include America Chavez. Mm. I didn't include a bunch of the other stuff that is. Show- I didn't include the um the Illuminati. Sorry. it's okay, mate. Sorry, okay. you
1: won. It's fine. <laughs> I know. I'll but just did, next time I we do that. when we do when we do the next movie, I'll just make sure I watch the trailer for the next movie yeah. after. I did not hold that against just... you at all. <laughs> you said the multiverse thing,
0: and I was like, I'm happy you said that because yeah. I'll buy it. There we go So But So so Drew's the winner this week But yes Let us know on Twitter What you think Hashtag Was Let us know on Twitter Hashtag Hedgehog Hedgehog hedgehog. Let us know on Twitter If I got the right answer With uh, hashtag Drew Pitch Or hashtag Ross Pitch You got too many (laughs) S's In your name Ross Drew Being the winner What are we going to be Doing next week
2: well next episode, uh, I keep saying. <laughs> so, next episode is coming out. Uh it's our closest episode drop to May the fourth.
0: Ooh. And I given that like
2: it is that special, special date, yeah, I think we should be pitching our versions of Star Wars episode ten.
1: Mm. Ooh. Mm. So
0: this is after after nine, this is after Rise. Rise of Skywalker. And, wow. So we're going to have to start a whole new, possibly trilogy maybe? Well, yeah, exactly. I, like mm. this is going to be the
2: most free thing that we could yeah. possibly throw in. It could go absolutely bonkers.
0: Yeah. And this episode, next, next episode is going to be a long one because we'll be discussing most likely all three uh, films in depth. And then, yeah. And then long, yeah. long, fourth, fourth, fourth movies in this quadrilogy now. Yeah. <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> Great. Looking forward to it. Uh, Thank you to everyone who listened this week. If you have an idea for a sequel to Doctor Strange or any of the movies we've done, let us know on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. We're under Sequel Pitch or our website, SequelPitch.co.uk. You can also leave us a review. Hey! You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a little bit of magic by giving us five stars. Uh, nice. that's it for this episode oh what a shame uh, join us next week uh, not next week we got to stop saying next week next yeah. episode uh, for uh, Star Wars episode 10 goodbye from me your host supreme Andy Henry goodbye from the winner Drew 40B. goodbye everybody and goodbye from our close runner up Ross Armstrong.
1: goodbye
0: goodbye everyone bye 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 Berk.